Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line. Hi, this is Deborah Butler, and thanks for joining me for People Know Stuff. And today I am happy to have Patricia Wheeler with me. And Patricia Wheeler knows stuff about being able to listen from a neutral place. Um, Patricia has lots and lots of experience professionally with that, but she just really brings that skill to every conversation she has. Patricia has spent her career, she's a psychologist by training, and she's worked with executives, she's worked with organizations, And so this is a meaningful way to think about having conversations. And Patricia is going to help us with the kind of stuff it takes. So hi, Patricia. Hi, Deborah. Glad you're here. Thanks. It's good to be here. I love your podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're going to be a part of them. So tell us the stuff you know, Patricia. All right. You know, it's it's kind of interesting. I sometimes think about how did I decide to um, have a business where most of what I'm doing is I'm having conversations, having conversations, listening to conversations, evaluating the conversations that other people have with other folks. Um, and I and I think, I, and, and I just realized this. It's probably from my childhood where I grew up as an only child in a family that was totally loving and wonderful, but who didn't really have conversations (laughs) in a family of very quiet introverts. So I went into the world making tons of mistakes. um, And and that probably (laughs) set the stage for, for some of that. And one of the things that is useful for people having productive conversations is learning to listen from a neutral place. And I'll just give Deborah a shout out to you because uh, I've guest lectured in some of your classes and I think you do a masterful job of listening from a neutral place. So, well, I'm going to take that and thank you and say that you know one of the points of focus of my classes was being able to exercise that skill. And what I heard over and over again was, how do you do that? So, you know, what, what does it really involve, Patricia? Well, it, it involves, I think, partly knowing that in every conversation, there's three parts. There's the part that you bring, there's the part that I bring, and then there's us. And being aware of those parts and learning um, to step back and not be reactive to what we hear other people saying is so incredibly important. Um, you know, I think all of us can think of not just one, but multiple conversations that we've had that went wrong. And it might have been with a crucial business partner. It might be with our significant other. It might be with our children. I have had so many of all of those Um And, you know, the good news is with my training, I learned to say, what was my part of that? And I think that's the part that many folks 
don't think of we because we get triggered. We all have triggers. A difficult conversation comes up and we get pulled into what the other person is trying to say. And often with our vehement disagreement about that. Right. And once we bite with that, we're not listening from a neutral space. We're probably not going to have a productive conversation. It's going to devolve into a lot of bad feeling. And what I will say is listening from a neutral place, it sounds like it should be easy. And it's really not. It takes lots of practice. It takes awareness of what are the things that we need to do. Um, Yeah. And I know that the more you care about the conversation, the more vulnerable you are to, as you say, biting and ending up with a hook in your mouth and and being in pain. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, these are generally painful conversations. Um, they're they're either painful at worst or unproductive at best. And you know, I think one of the things that I learned to do way back when is to say, "What was my part about this? What beliefs was I operating out of that got me sucked in and got me fighting against rather than reaching toward another person? You know, what was a feeling?" What was I thinking? And those are the sort of steps that that we have to take if we want to get even better at listening from a neutral place. Now, one of the things that we have to do just out, out of the box is to learn to go into a neutral space um, to calm ourselves. That's not easy. You know, it's it's easy on a good day, perhaps, but Think about all of the things that trigger us, that make us upset, make us feel misunderstood. And what we have to do is to learn to step out of that, to say there may be a different interpretation of what's going on right now. And I don't have to get defensive. Um, There's an author, um, I can't, oh, it's Heather Plett, who wrote The Art of holding space. One of the quotes in that book is my discomfort will not kill me. And I think that's what we need to remember is that we may get uncomfortable in a conversation and we may not even know why, but we don't have to go down that dark road of fighting, resisting. Um, So that if we exercise self-awareness, this is the first part, self-awareness and self-management, then that helps us physiologically and psychologically get to a place where we can listen better because we are wired to do I I like what you started with, which is Mm -hmm. the three places in the conversation. There's me, there's you, there's Mm -hmm. us. Right. And so it, it sounds like to be neutral requires that you know enough about the place that you hold that you can almost set it aside. Right. And rather than feeling defensive, if we can instead be curious, we may not, when we get triggered, we may not know what just happened. But if we say, okay, what did just happen? How did I get thrown off base? Um, and make sure that we understand that most conversations are not going to be fatal 
and that we don't have to react as though our very life is at stake, which psychologically we kind of do. You know, if we if we think about, for example, political discourse that's happened over the past few years, it feels like a life or death scenario. Sure. When you're just talking to your neighbor about something that you disagree with. And so maintaining um, just a sense of curiosity. What might that other person's point of view be? What are my beliefs that are triggering my upset? Um, Just continuing to go back and to say, it's okay to feel vulnerable in conversations. I mean, what part of what I'm hearing you say is that you need to be having a conversation with yourself simultaneous with the conversation you're having with the other. Absolutely. And maybe even before, um, if, you know, if you're going to go to maybe even as a daily practice, as a daily practice, I love it. But (laughs) let's say you're going to go to a family get together and you know, um, uncle Joe holds way different beliefs than you do. And Uncle Joe's going to be there and he's probably going to have a couple of snoots under his belt. You better do some practicing beforehand to say, you know, how am I going to remain calm in this situation? What can I do to foster having a more productive conversation, even if we don't disagree, even if this is something that challenges our neutrality? So say more about that, something that challenges our neutrality. So it sounds like you 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 feel confident I'm I'm in a neutral place. And you know, if something challenges my neutrality, how do I get back to it? Right. And th- those are the questions. If Uncle Joe brings up X. What are the choices I have about how I react? What do I need to prepare myself for now? How am I going to stay in the moment, you know, just breathe or stand up and say, excuse me, I need to take 30 seconds so that we don't go down that that rabbit hole of upset um, before we come back and maybe engage in the conversation. And engaging in the conversation might be... Um, we obviously don't see things the same way. And maybe we could talk about the food rather than go down this. Of course, if you're if you're having a conversation with your boss, not so easy. You've got to figure out a way to get back to neutral and then engage. And, and some of it has to do with let's listen more than we talk. Yes, I think that certainly is one of the options. Can I listen more than I talk? Most people aren't very good at that. What tips do you have for being able to listen more than you talk? Well, I think reminding ourselves that we need to be curious, that we need that if possible, we need to gather information about what what's what does the other person need in this conversation? What um, what result are they seeking? are they wanting me as an employee to do something else? Are they seeking validation for their ideas? Are they wanting to feel uh, empowered? You know, what's going on? Um, and we may not know, but if we allow that there's something else going on, maybe we can step out of the tendency to feel defensive and we can listen. You know, one of the things they teach you in coaching school is open-ended questions. 
that open-ended questions and the best ones are who, what, when, where, how are your friend. That helps the other person go more deeply into their brain. So if I get into a difficult space and I say, you know, help me understand where your thought is coming from. Help me understand what is your biggest priority. Um, Then what that does is it gets the other person to go into their brain. You stay in the good parts of your brain and you're more likely to have a meaningful conversation. And not only that, but you slow down the potential train wreck. Well, you know, the thing I keep hearing is the need to have a conversation with yourself. Yep, absolutely. That conversation with yourself has to be curious. It does. What are the things that are likely to hook me? Can can I know them so that I can watch for them? Mm-hmm. And being able to basically kind of hold a neutral spot with yourself. Very important. Very well said. Noticing like, uh uh-oh, I'm getting keyed up. Let me get this hook out and, and also maybe offer them an opportunity to explore rather than defend by being curious about well, what what is going on for you? That's it's exactly a, right. Yeah, it's a it's a complex set of skills. Um, really complex. It's and a complex set of skills, and the nice thing is, it's learnable. There you go. There you go. Complex but learnable. One of the things that I do with a lot of folks who um, come to me in there thinking about how do I approach this conversation with my boss is I'll have them write down some prompts. What are the questions that you want to remember to ask? And what are the things you need to remind yourself of? Yeah. Conversations are definitely complicated. They're not easy. And you keep making it clear that you can't just wing it. You really can't just wing it. Um, And, you know, one other, I guess the final piece is review your learning after difficult conversations. Most of us just want to go and, you know, relax and have a martini or something. (laughs) And that's a mistake. I mean, you have your martini while you review, but ask yourself, (laughs) what went well? What do I wish went better? How, if at all, did I get triggered? What follow-up questions do I have? And what did I learn? Yeah, I think that's a really meaningful note to end on is that they're not over when they're over. Um, It it is a, a, to be able to listen from a neutral place is a practice and it requires doing Monday morning quarterbacking. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Watch the tapes and see... Yeah. What were the good plays and where do we need to get stronger? Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I mean, the thing is that they all hinge on that awareness piece. Um, They all, you know, going back to what you said at the very beginning, there's me, there's you and there's us. And the place that we need to really be um, managing of is the the me space. Yeah. That's the part we have the most control over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate your thoughts, Patricia. And, um, it was fun listening to you 
And, you know, I think having fun listening to yourself is probably another component of being able to have a neutral conversation because um, you do need to listen to yourself. Yeah. And even when you hear things from within yourself that you're not necessarily proud of, but yeah. It's a learning experience. It is. All right. Well, thank you, Patricia. My pleasure. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you for joining me for this episode of People Know Stuff. If you know stuff, I'd like you to be a guest on my program. Please visit my website and drop me a line.